That's right. It's Monday night. I'm Neil Wanell. It's 10 o'clock here in Chicago. And on the East Coast, as always, my co-host, Japan, Nick. Nick, how you doing tonight? Doing great. Um, Just had a lot of uh, interesting things happen in the last few weeks. We got that um, yeah. Diamond Plate interview uh, published in the Aquarian Weekly, which was really mm. awesome. It was really awesome, yeah. Um, that's a huge accomplishment for the show. And um, just really, really proud of that. I mean, um, okay, did we've you been... just see them play last night? Uh, actually, I saw them last Tuesday. Um, I was oh, in New York City okay. for... Uh, an interview with a, a friend of mine last night, but mm-hmm. last Tuesday, um, it was at Webster Hall, and uh, a lot of interesting bands on there. You had a uh, Generation Where, Kill uh, being the opener. Where is Webster Hall? Um, it's in uh, I guess just New York City somewhere. So I'm not even sure, honestly. I mean, I go to so many different shows, I, I don't really care to even remember where they are, just because I always like look on the internet to figure out how to get to the show and then just leave the show and don't remember where I was, because it, it, it doesn't right, even right. matter. I, I, I want to remember how the, the night was with like the memory of the band. It, it doesn't matter to me where mm-hmm. the uh, location is, honestly, because I'd go... <laughs> I'd go anywhere for the show. It doesn't matter to me. It's just the band is what right, I really right. care about. Yeah, I got you. I wasn't really looking for an exact address. Just uh, It's in the city, in New York City. Exactly. Um, right. And how I mean, you had show? Generation Kill. They're, they were like the local opener. I think just on the tour, you're having different openers in addition to Diamond Plate. Three Inches of Blood, okay. Revocation, Battle Cross, and obviously Death Angel, the headliner. I mean, mm-hmm. in what was it like Boston or Connecticut or something like that? You had Lich King opening up the show. Oh, really? Yeah, I've seen Lich King a couple of times. They've come to Chicago and played a couple of times. A lot of fun to watch Lich King. And who was it in New York again? I'm sorry. You had Generation Kill. Three and inches tell us of blood. About Generation Kill. What, what, what okay, Generation Kill. That's Rob Duke's band. You know, he's the singer from Exodus. Oh right, right, yeah, okay. So I mean, pretty much, if you that's, like, okay, that's why the name Generation Kill. It sounded familiar. That's why. Okay. I mean, if you like yeah. Rob Duke's, if you like the Rob Duke's, the Rob Duke's albums of Exodus, you probably are gonna like Generation Kill. It's as simple as and that. And I do. I like Rob Duke. All right. And, um, I'm going to have to check into that. Also, Three Inches of Blood. Damn, those guys are fun to see. I mean, really, mm-hmm. really exciting band to see. I saw Three Inches of Blood. All It was several years ago they played in Chicago. And at the time, they had two lead singers. It, isn't it right that now they've only got the one? They're down to one lead singer? I, I think so. Um, that's news to me that they had uh, two lead singers. But I, I've never really followed Three Inches of Blood that heavily. Mm. 
They, well, yeah, they did have two lead singers in the early days. That was kind of interesting. You know, you don't see that a lot. Um, let's see. I don't know. Um, Diamond Plate. Yeah, Diamond Plate, they were a lot of fun. They really, mm-hmm. really had a lot of energy. Everybody in the band, like, belonged on stage. Um, it was extremely tight, if I hadn't said that before. Um, I guess my only gripe was that they I requested that they play um, Napalm Deaths, You Suffer. Mm-hmm. But I, I guess they just didn't have time for that. Right. Yeah. Um, well, being they, that, you know, I mean, you're, you're limited to how much time you can play, especially being yeah, an Yeah, especially an as, like, the first or second band on the bill. Like, no matter what you're mm-hmm. doing on stage, it's pretty much agreed to, like, before the tour even starts, you know. We're going to do this, right. we're going to have an opener here, maybe we'll have an interaction with the crowd for ten seconds, or something like that. You really, really are limited with what you can do. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Um, yeah, Diamond Play is really shaping up as a band, that's that's sure i agree um it was just amazing to be able to like walk to the concert though and just be able to give them like the aquarian issues um Mm -hmm. really was uh very happy about that and how are they doing are they having a good time on the road did they tell you i guess so i mean i ended up leaving early because it was kind of like if i didn't leave early i was maybe through 45 minutes of the Death Angel show, and I just said, you know what? If I don't leave now, I'm not going to be able to catch the last train out. So it's kind of like, I can either spend the night in New York right. City, or go home. Which yeah, is yeah. a lot easier than me. Cause just Sometimes chilling in Penn Station overnight can be dangerous, so it's not worth the risk, honestly. Right, right. Yeah, I understand that fully. It sucks, but I mean, if you're taking public transportation, they're, they're not going to wait for you. You've got to go when they're gone. Exactly. Um, and that's how I'm doing it. I mean, I, I don't drive. I take public transportation. That's what I say. If the CTA don't go there, I don't go there. Now, so getting out getting to a lot of the shows is not as easy as I wish it would be. Then also, Friday night, had the pleasure of getting to see Bomb Scares concert at Don Pedro's. And uh, if people remember, we did a big interview with Ray Brutal, the singer of Bomb Scare, about what happened mm-hmm. at uh, a concert back, I believe, March 9th. And I'm yeah, happy to say... Uh, that... Yeah, that, that date was March 9th. Go ahead, what were you I mean, I was I went up to them before the show and was asking, yo, are you guys going to play a fuck Nikki camp? And they were saying, we'll see, we'll see. And they actually played it, which was really, <laughs> really cool. They did play. Oh, cool. And um, am seriously thinking about uh, doing another interview with them in the coming months. Likely, we probably should wait, though, until they actually have a demo ready. Right. Yeah, um, yeah, when they got something released, we'll get back out of it. We had Ray on before a few months ago on the show, and to, uh, to date, that was the, the most listened to show. People are still going into the archives and listening to that show. 
I forget. Yeah, I mean, um, I was really happy how that turned out. And um, Bomb Scares really, um, I feel like uh, getting a pretty big name for themselves in the New York City metal scene. Um, those guys are from Queens. And uh, I mean, you know, and they don't have anything next year is going to be the year, I think, when uh, some interesting things happen for Bomb Scare. Now we'll have, just have to wait and see how that goes. Exactly. Now, also, have been listening to a lot of uh, the Gamma Bomb album. Let me see what that call what that's called again. Ah, uh, the Terror Tapes. That was a really, mm-hmm. really fun album. I mean, um, there's several songs on it that are really, really action-packed. I'm talking like Backwards Bible. Let me see what else I got. Terror Scope, Beverly Hills Robocop. Um, Beverly Hills Robocop, yeah, I like that one. I mean, pretty much just, in a word, relentless. And the thing is, too... let me ask you this though, Nick. When you uh, when you when you're checking out a CD, how do you listen to it? I mean, do you sit down and just put it in and listen to it all the way through? I try to, but sometimes what I'll end up doing is like I'll listen to two or three tracks, walk away, do something, listen to more of the tracks. Mm-hmm. Also, sometimes I'll listen to one of the tracks, and then I'll be like, you know, I really like that. I'll listen to it again. Sometimes you listen to it like five or ten times in a row. But usually when I get a CD, like the first thing I do is I archive it onto my uh, computer so it doesn't get all scratched up. So I can relax when I listen to it because I know that it will always be a good version of it. Right, right. Yeah, I tend to pick them apart. I mean, I'll listen to one or two tracks and then really get into the one or two tracks and and maybe not check out the rest of them for months, you know, if, I, if I'm really getting into a couple of them. Yeah, I mean, I, that, that's... Got their own way of listening to it. That can be tough, but, um, I mm-hmm. mean, obviously some songs on albums you have are going to be a lot better than others. Also, maybe just you're going to... Certain songs are going to appeal to you more than others. And um, mm-hmm. that's no fault of anybody's. It's just that's your particular musical taste, and, and that's just the way it is, you know? Right, right. Yeah, for me, I don't know if it's the, the one song appeals more than the other. It's just I might get stuck on one song and really get that riff in my head. just want to hear it over and over and over. And, and then, I, I don't know, maybe I miss out on some good stuff that way, too, I guess. Now I'm thinking about it that way. Definitely. And um, the new Warbringer album, I don't think we really went into that much depth with it in the past. I mean, you know, you got Jeff Potts no, and Ben Motsman, half a mantic ritual on there. I mean, I have to say, though, mm-hmm. turning in the gears, that that was, I think, the standout track of the album. I've listened to that track oh, really? so many times. Okay. I'll look to that one. Iron City, too. When I mean, it's just like... About? Wait, what'd you say, Neil? Uh, do you know when that album was released? Uh, yeah, last Tuesday. 
last Tuesday. Okay, that's what I'm thinking. Was it even out yet? Yeah, it is out. Yeah, I had an advanced More copy. Yeah, they I was a lot it. of changes. I guess the, some of the changes, I mean, completely different writing structure, I felt like. I mean, the writing, I mean, just, you know, you kind of felt like if there was, like, another Mantic Ritual album, that would mm-hmm. be it. That would be oh, the really? successor to The Executioner by Mantic Ritual. Oh. I mean, you know, you have two members of Mantic Ritual. So I mean, that's how you say the best successor album in the Mantic Ritual, I guess, legacy. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, Dan Wetmore, it was Dan Wetmore, Jeff Potts, and Ben Motsman, and Warbringer and Hexen drummer Carlos Cruz at the reunion show at Thrasho de Mayo this year. I mean, I'm not sure uh, what the story is with Adam Harridan, but I mean, I, I do think maybe, maybe there might be a possibility for Mantic Ritual to come back. I'm not sure. But it's really still too early to say, honestly. But I mean, if they could come back, though, damn, you know. I felt like they were like, they were going to be bigger than Slayer, just the way, like, their energy came off. Did they, uh, Mantic Ritual, they only had the one full-length release? Yeah, it was just the Executioner album. And if you were hardcore and you could track it down... They actually had a demo of the Scorpion song Blackout on some oh, really? advanced advanced copies of it. But it, it wasn't mm. meant for the album. I mean, it was recorded during the Executioner sessions. The band wanted it on right. the album. It's just they did not put it on the album. The finished product, they did not right, do. Right. But it's out there. You can find it. I mean, it, it would have been like badass as hell to get that on there. I mean, I'm pretty sure the guys in Mantic were big Scorpions fans, and um, oh, yeah. that that's just the way it ended up with Mantic. But um, mm-hmm. while on the subject of uh, like Mantic, I mean, keep in mind, uh, Warbringer has two of the members of Mantic right now, and they're going on tour with Overkill and Creator later this month. Maybe it's mm-hmm. already happened. And uh, just really, really happy uh, to get to see those guys again. But um, that's that's what I'm really thinking about these days. Yeah, I've seen Warbringer several times. It's been it's been uh, quite a few years, but uh, I have seen them like, several times. And they're another band that's a lot of fun to go see. Like, they're just very energetic, all over the place. They put on a good show. Yeah, I, I think I've seen them. Uh, they opened up for Creator a couple years back. Then mm-hmm. they opened. No, I remember they were doing this headlining show actually in Poughkeepsie and uh, it's actually the first time I also saw Lich King and mm-hmm. uh, it was a real big drive for me because it was like maybe about 80 or 90 minutes 
of a drive. Okay, maybe more like 60 minutes, but I mean, it was it was a pretty grueling drive because I usually don't go up to Poughkeepsie all that often. But um, right. seeing both of those Where's guys was a lot of fun. And uh, nowadays, um, Lich King finally tours more heavily around uh, the tri-state area. Thank goodness. And yeah. uh, oh, just they, happy to hear that. Yeah, it, I guess it's got to be difficult for a band like that to uh, to go out on the road and, and do that all independently. Um, Lich King, you know, they're, one of, they're not, that's what I know of them. I believe they're they're all independent. They have the back yeah, they the are independent. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know that they're doing it. However, they're doing it. Right, and, and, and that's what I'm saying. They're they're an independent band, and they're going out. They're touring the U.S. I'm not sure if they've gone to Europe yet, but I'm sure they will eventually. They've hit they're Canada. They're selling their merch. They're selling their CDs, and they're doing well. Yeah, and I mean, they're developing, like, a, a strong web presence as well. I mean, what are they at, like, twenty or 30,000 uh, Facebook followers now? Let's see. Mm-hmm. 43,000. Wow. That's yeah, really strong. And, and then you got to figure, that's just Facebook. There's so many other places people follow. Definitely. Yeah, and then also you got to think, too, I'm sure there's people that follow these bands that don't even do the internet. You know, don't even have a clue. Exactly. I mean, that's that's still an important reason to keep the circulation of print media available. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just feel well, so scared true. that um, when newspapers start shortening their pages or going from monthly to bi-monthly and things like that, I mean, it's just like, what about when the website goes down? Mm-hmm. Well, that's true, yeah. Like, I mean, if There's you something keep something... about having the magazine and holding it in your hands. Yeah, I mean, you can even get autographs on the magazine. Well, that's true, yeah. You enjoy I mean, something you want to collect. You can't really collect off the internet. I mean, I guess you can save pictures, you can... But the whole digital thing, it's just, it's not, uh, it's not tangible. I totally feel you on that. I mean, you just, you can't autograph, like, a digital file. I mean, how are you going to, like, show it to your friends? I mean, it's just, like, you can't even get, like, your cell phone out and take a picture of it. I mean, it's just, I guess you can. Yeah, what are you going like, to do, bring your monitor to the gig? You know, right here in the left corner, that's where your picture is when I log on to your site. Sign it there. Yeah, I mean, that, that's lame. And then also, like, so many people, they use the internet on, like, their phones and stuff. And I mean, just, like, take a look at the size of how things are on, like, a phone. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, if you it's think going it's... that way. Everything's going digital. Everything is going digital, but certain things need to be preserved. You need to, I guess, take a step back and say, you know what? 
we're going to preserve this stuff. This is this is going to stay in print. Maybe it's going to go on the internet too. We're going to keep it in print as well. Right. Yeah. Same thing with CDs, vinyl, and cassettes. I mean, you know, you get a certain type of feeling from like cassettes and vinyl that you can't get digitally. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and I had heard. I know there's a big uh, revival of the vinyl, but I had heard that there's bands even releasing stuff on cassette. Yeah, I mean, I think that's really great. Player, I mean, I got a cassette player in my car, so you know, it's fantastic to me. I I never. I mean, the cassette tapes to me weren't weren't anything that I would want to hang on to. Because, yeah, after you play them so many times, they get all stretched out, and you got to get rid of them and get another one. But I, back then, I used to buy everything on vinyl, and then, like, you put it into your computer with the CDs. I put the vinyl all on, on cassette. Play it one time, put it away, and then I had the cassette. Well, yeah, I mean, you can do that, too, if you're uh, real hardcore. Mm-hmm. That's, I guess, a way of uh, preserving it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've never been knowledgeable yeah. about uh, how to uh, archive tapes or anything like that. All I know is just I throw it in my tape player and it plays music. And uh, when it's done with the album, maybe I'll flip it over and listen to it more. Or I'll just put right. it away and listen to something else or just stop listening to music for the rest of the trip or something. Yeah, these days for me it's all mp3s you know i'm not that much of a collector anymore i just want to hear the music and it's all in the computer i mean i still have quite a few cds too but i don't even pay attention to them that much anymore they don't get listened to it's all on mp3s i could feel you on that mm-hmm. so what else is going on well, I know Weekend block. Nachos, that Chicago uh, grindcore mm-hmm. and, I guess, power violence and hardcore punk, if you want to use those terms, their new album still, I believe it's out tomorrow. I think it is, yeah. I think you're right on it. You know what? I should know more about Weekend Nachos. They're a hometown band. They're right here in Chicago. I've never seen them play. I've never, never gotten a chance to meet anybody in the band or see them play. I'm going to have to get out and see them. Go see them. You know, I, I them saw them at out a few times. Maryland Death Fest. I mean, it was crazy how much energy these guys had. And also, too, those guys are super cool to talk to after the show. Yeah, you know, and they, they did a show with the fallout not too long ago. And I, was, I had planned on going and something come up and I just couldn't make it that day. It happens. Hopefully, uh, hopefully uh, I'll get another chance. Though I'm sure I will in the future. But I mean, I guess beyond like the uh, Diamond Plate and uh, Death Angel concerts and the Warbringer Overkill and Creator shows, what are some concerts you have excitement for coming up? Me personally. I don't know. Like I had said in the past, I these days more. I like going to the smaller shows, so I'm more. Uh, I'm going to go to the club shows. That's uh, that's pretty much where I'm at. There's really nothing coming up 
other than the ones that you mentioned, I mean, the, the Death Angel and the Creator and, and Overkill shows that uh, that I can think of right offhand that I'm I'm really planning on going to or really want to go to. And there was the Halloween show at the uh, at the Fallout. That I, I didn't make it to that, and I'm not probably not going to make it to the Thrash Giving show, which is uh, kind of upsetting too, because that's a that's going to be a good show. There's some good good line up there. And Cajote, he always puts on it. I mean, when he puts it on at the fallout, it's more of an event. It's, uh, it's a good time. I feel you on that. And I guess, um, why don't we end things on that note? Um, how do you feel like, um, you feel like we discussed all the issues going on right now, Neil? Well, t- say that again. I'm sorry. You think um, we gave proper um, distinction to everything that's gone on in the past two weeks or so? Oh, I'm sure we have. Uh, how I am, though, I'll, as soon as we sign off, then that's when I'll think all kinds of stuff. It's like, oh, shit, you know, I didn't bring this up. I didn't bring that up. Yeah, well. But I think we hit it pretty well. Definitely, and I mean, and I guess they, I'll you know, say it once. listeners will fill us in. And remember, people, you need to check out that Diamond Plate interview. You go to theaquarian.com and you type in Diamond Plate in the search bar, and that's how you find it. Um, okay. I noticed the Chicago okay. Metal Alliance have uh, helped to promote that on mm-hmm. Facebook and some other places. Mm-hmm. Oh, there are a bunch of, bunch of good people in the Chicago Metal Alliance. Rob, Randy, Holly, they're great. And let me give them a plug. They just released the uh, 2014 CMA calendar. If you need to know what day it is, you got a calendar, that's the calendar you want to get. I mean, there's pictures of some of the hottest chicks in Chicago in there. A lot of information, I'm sure. And uh, Rob is telling me it comes with download cards, so you can download different uh, different music. It's a, you can go and get that at ChicagoMetalAlliance.com. It's only 12 bucks. You know, it's going to last you all year. You don't even have to leave the house. They're going to send it right to you. So, yeah, check that out, ChicagoMetalAlliance.com. And um, just wanted to say um, thanks a lot to Scruff uh, from Hell Bastard. He uh, wrote a really cool comment on the article. He said, it's about fucking time a real band appeared. Well done, lads. Make a difference. Teach the metalheads some old school rules. Peace out. And um, Hellbastard saw them, I believe, last year. Maybe this year. And, I mean, those guys are really fucking fierce. Like hardcore punk metal band. Hellbastard. That's a new one to me. I'm going to look them up, though. Oh, they've been around for some time. But, um... Definitely was cool to see uh, Scruff give uh, some thumbs up. And I guess we'll see you guys next week. Right, and the Diamond Plate interview, is that on your website also? Um, Not yet, but I mean, you go to theaquarian.com and you can find it. But I mean, I'll I'll have it up on japannick.com soon enough.
Yeah, definitely. And, I definitely encourage people to check out your site, japannick.com. And also check out my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Neil One Else Metal Mouth. Definitely. Well. All right. Then I guess we'll wrap it up till next time. Peace. All right. Keep it metal, Nick. Thank you for using Blog Talk Radio. Goodbye.